Welcome, friends. I want to start out this episode today that you decided to listen to with a little quote that I am sure you've heard before. It goes like this. It's impossible, said pride. It's risky, said experience. It's pointless, said reason. It's still worth a try, whispered the heart. For all of us reason-driven people, where the world has to make logical sense, this quote may get dismissed as emotional nonsense. And yet, I would bet that you all have made decisions based on your heart before. When the numbers didn't add up and you still went for it. When everyone said it won't work and you still gave it a shot. When it didn't make sense logically, but yet you listened to your intuition. We all do it. This is how we give people in our life another chance, even after they disappoint us. It's when we say yes to opportunities that just don't look very promising. And when we try something new that, from looking at it from the outside, cannot possibly work out. And sometimes these adventures truly do not work out. The people keep disappointing us, hurting us even more. The opportunity we went for was a complete waste of time. We failed miserably at the new thing that we tried. But there have also been many times where things just work out and you find yourself telling others, I just knew it would work. I had a feeling and it just felt right. You listened to your heart and you left reason in the background. Before science was a thing, people made guesses. They followed their intuition. They gathered information based on what they saw and knew from experience. A student of Plato and a tutor to Alexander the Great, Aristotle believed and taught his students that the heart was the true center of human intelligence, not the brain. Science today recognizes that there is truth to that and it calls it heart intelligence, a higher level of awareness that arises from the heart. Research has discovered that the human heart has approximately 40,000 neural cells. This means that the heart has its own nervous system, which actually sends more information to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. Every heart contraction creates a wave that pushes blood through the veins and arteries, providing the energetic signal that helps synchronize all the cells of the body, including the brain. The heart also produces hormones that control blood pressure, adrenaline, dopamine, and oxytocin. Oxytocin, for example, reduces fear, increases eye contact, and increases trust and generosity. The heart's electromagnetic field is 5,000 times more powerful than the brain's. Imagine, there is a constant two-way dialogue between the heart and the brain. Our emotions change the signals that the brain sends to the heart, and the heart responds in complex ways. Why am I telling you this? Because often we dismiss our heart. We don't have enough evidence or the numbers don't support it. And then we wreck our brain trying to make reasonable decisions when our gut tells us clearly something completely different. We often struggle. Who should we listen to? Our heart or our brain? I will not tell you to only listen to your heart. But I believe we need to tune in more to the dialogue that's happening between the heart and the brain. 
I mentioned heart intelligence earlier. It's also known as HQ or heart IQ. And it's a higher level of awareness that shows itself in the ability to be fully real, present, connected, and heart-centered in every area of your life. And this will result in greater level of performance, creativity, and intuition. I interpret this as making decisions not just based on the heart, but including your heart into every decision. And there's something that helps me distinguish better all the often conflicting signals in my mind when it comes to making daily choices, some harder than others. When my heart feels very strongly about something, it's usually an indication that I need to pay close attention to it. This is when I feel that things are right, when my intuition is giving me the sense that it will be okay, despite the data showing me otherwise. It's a sense of ease and lightness that comes as soon as I let go the grip on my brain and that it has to be a certain way and instead I go where my heart wants me to go. I often feel this when it comes to human interactions. My brain gives me all sorts of reasoning as to what the other person should say or do. But when I stop all the voices in my head and allow some empathy to come through my heart, I often realize that I cannot force my standards onto others. Everyone has their own way of shining their light and I can accept their glow or I can turn towards someone else. It is also often the case when I go for something new. I can easily get excited about new adventures. Someone suggests a trip to a new place, a new route to climb, anything that poses a challenge and I am usually game. Later, however, when things begin to get more serious, when the planning starts and when my responsibilities become clear, I often shy away and doubts creep in. However, the initial enthusiasm that I feel usually carries me through. That was the reason I felt the excitement. But there are also many times when I feel like I should be following my heart, but I know that my brain is right. And we all know these moments but we tend to ignore them at our convenience. An old acquaintance has recently gotten back in touch with me. As it happens, sometimes in our lives, people come back. My heart really wants to be kind and meet this person that keeps insisting on dinner. But my brain also speaks very clearly, and it reminds me of the past and why we were never really able to connect years ago. I know that dinner will be a waste of time for both of us because we just cannot relate to each other. And time hasn't changed that. But our hearts don't have a sense of time. Our brains do, and these are moments where we need to be more reasoned and rational. When we have tried something that didn't work, why try it again in the exact same way, hoping for a different outcome? The brain needs to be consulted before we make big decisions. The heart may feel sentimental about these choices, but the brain has recorded our previous experiences. This is now knowledge that we have and that we need to consult. I feel that quite often we know who is right, but it can be difficult to navigate everything we think and feel. So here are a couple of things I do as a last check before committing to a decision. When I am about to go with my heart, a question I often ask is, what do I have to lose? The answer is often very little. It's merely fear that is standing in the way. I shared a recent example with you where 
I invited someone to my speech that I had just met, and I didn't know would be interested. Logic screamed, no. Who do you think you are? You are not yet good enough to invite a person of such caliber. But then I asked myself, what's the worst that can happen? And it's usually a no thanks. I started my podcast this way. I joined Toastmasters this way. I started climbing this way. What do I have to lose? Often, nothing but a try. A little time, maybe a small amount of money, a shift in my schedule or my routine. But when I look back, these decisions from the heart led to some of the biggest changes in my life. But there are many times when the brain is steering us correctly. Before going with my brain, I take a little break to analyze the situation. And a question I often ask myself in this scenario is, what do I already know? I'm reminding myself of my past experiences, my own knowledge, not what others say or think, not what I think is true. I'm not making assumptions. I'm simply reflecting on my own expertise, the facts. A good example is my recent attempt to buy a car. I need a new car, eventually. I really want that particular car. And I had many other reasons. But in the end, I realized they were mostly emotional. I wanted the car. But I can't really afford it right now. The facts are, my financial situation is not where it needs to be for a car purchase. My brain was right, and when I took a break and allowed some space, reason kicked in. We need to do the same in our relationships with others. Our heart tends to be kind and generous, and sometimes more than is needed. When others take advantage of us or don't value our contribution, it's time to take a step back and look at things from a distance. Take a break and ask yourself, what do I know? Have I been through this before with this person? And what was my previous outcome? Those are facts because you have experienced them. And when things repeat themselves in the same way over and over again, it's safe to say that there is a pattern that needs changing if we want a different outcome. So take a break. It might be sleep. Maybe it's going for a walk, listening to some good music, reading, or writing. Often we come back after the break, clearly knowing what is the right thing to do because heart and brain had some time to breathe. We all experience our heart's intelligence a bit differently. When my gut is right, I feel lightness and ease about my decision, and I get excited. I also feel confidence. I just know it's going to be okay. You may feel butterflies in your gut, a warm sensation growing around in your body, or a tingling in your fingertips. You may not even feel anything, but you have a clear, short answer that comes through in your mind. Simply. Think back of the times where you followed your heart and what you felt so you can get to know yourself better. It's impossible, said pride. It's risky, said experience. It's pointless, said reason. It's still worth a try, whispered the heart. When your heart nudges you to try, then give it a try. But check with your brain so you don't waste your time on something you already have tried before. Maybe change your approach. Try a different way ask for help. I hope this helps you, my friends, to distinguish between heart and brain and to find a way to make both of them work for you. Much love.